Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hello and welcome to another episode of All The Small Games. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Jonathan Valenzuela. And this is a podcast, I assume. Uh, yes. About, about indie video games. This is games. a very weird book, Levins. <laughs> it's, a book, the, it's a book that talks to you. This is the worst audio book ever. It doesn't talk to me. I have to talk to it. Yeah. And also, this isn't a book. <laughs> it's a recording device. <laughs> what? Uh, so, this is a podcast about indie video games. And uh, look, we had our cheat week. We did. We're back we on did. the straight and narrow. Yep. We're back on the, the small and indie. I hope I hope our audience stuck with us through that episode. I hope they were like, we'll give you this one, guys. Fucking sellouts, dude. Yeah. Get back to lifting, yeah. you cheats. <laughs> um, so, we're going to be talking about two games today on the Nintendo Switch. Yes. Back to our roots. Back, yeah. Just back talking to- exclusively about <laughs> small games on the Nintendo Switch. I was going to say back to where it all began, but then I remembered it took me like four episodes at the beginning to get to, to get a Switch. So I actually don't count. They're, 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 that's the prequel. They're to non-canon. This yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been wiped out by Disney. Great. <laughs> this podcast didn't really start until we both had Switches. Right. Uh, so we're talking about The Tourist and Children of Mortar. And, yeah. Uh, we've both played The Tourist, so why don't we begin with this? Yeah. Uh, so this is a uh, a game uh, published, developed and published by. Shinen or Shinen? Shinen, Shinen me, multimedia? multimedia. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Shinen. Um, I, I did look up where they are from. Germany. Germany. Yeah. Um, and uh, they are responsible for a lot of um, uh, games that have made their way to the Switch um, and other Nintendo consoles over the years. The most uh, famous game would be Fast RMX. Okay. Which is a um, F-Zero type um, futuristic racer. Sure, sure. Um, and actually, you can play an arcade version of that in this game. Of course, yeah, 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 that's right So the Tourist was announced in the last Nintendo Nindies Direct they did Yeah Nindies Showcase, whatever the hell they call it Um, And uh, I remember when we first discussing it, I was like, I don't like the art style of this It looks like Minecraft You do not fuck with voxels Um, at all But as we were talking about it, your love for it kind of went on to me Sure And I wiped it off (laughs) Right And then I decided I too, well maybe I was excited about this game And um we both picked it up the week it came out a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and uh, man, it's charm. Like, oh yeah, it just it, it, it did a number on me. I it's, I really love this game. It, it's so what it is is it throws you into the game immediately. Yeah. You you are a tourist. You, you arrive on Tourist Island, um, the aptly named Tourist Island. And uh, this game does not believe in the letter I. If any opportunity to, to replace the letter I with a Y, yeah, they will do. So you now travel. You mentioned that you travel to various islands like Fiji, which is Fiji with Ys instead of Is. Hawaii yeah. with two Ys. Yeah. And uh, the tourist himself is the tourist with a Y. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a boat drops you off on tourist Island and the, the driver is like, Hey, you know, if you here want- you go. Come back yeah. and talk to me if you need to go somewhere else. And, uh, you like, kind of have a limited like amount of f- things that you can, you can access at first. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's like a tourist Island is very small. There's like a tourist shop. And a monument. Yes. And monuments play a a big role in the game, but we'll get to them. Uh, So you have a limited jump range. Yeah. um, And uh, when you go into the shop, you learn that like one of the first things you can buy is like a climbing license and a camera. 
Um, and so there are coins, like very few coins scattered around Tourist Island. And so your, your first few minutes of the game are spent trying to find these coins. Eventually, you save up enough, five coins, I think it is, to buy a climbing license. Mm-hmm. And this allows you to grip onto ledges and, and, pull. and, and pull yourself back yeah. up, pull yourself up. Um, and yeah, the whole, the whole art style of this game is, you know, like... 3D platform of it made out of voxels. Voxels. Like, yeah, with 3D a, pixels. With a tilt shift on the camera. Yeah. So, like, whatever's in the middle of the screen is in focus and it kind of goes out of focus towards the edges of the screen. Um, which I think looks fantastic. Dude, this game looks and runs incredible. Do you know what the size of this game? It's 200 megabytes. It's, it's insane. It's crazy that... Like, I, I know that, like, yes, this isn't quite the smooth, um, you know, beautifully, beautifully reflected graphics that we got in um, the, the Legend of Zelda... Um, Link's Awakening remake this mm. this year, but that game had like atrocious slowdown in parts. I mean, I didn't experience it too much. I I, I have heard the slowdown in that game described by angrier gamers as atrocious. John Valenzuela, right. um, but this game, you know, obviously it is it is considerably simpler. Yeah, it still looks beautiful, but I didn't have a single moment where it ran slowly or no. like or you know there was buttery prop- smooth yeah. the whole way. That's a really incredible looking game. Like they've, they've achieved. Something it's quite impressive. Huge like, technological achievement. They must have spent months just just refining and making their code efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's stable as hell. I had the same. Never had a problem. Um, so you 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 go to this monument, which is a big mountain. You have to find. You have to like you know solve a puzzle to get in. Um, and then once you're in there, it's like a few like little platforming challenges. Yeah. The odd little puzzle. And then you uh, get a core after be- beating like a kind of boss. There's not really combat in this game. No, but there are like... In each of these monuments, the last room will involve you... Or, or the second last room will involve you having to like... Manipulate your way around a robot, essentially. Yeah, or trick uh, or trick a robot. Trick a robot. Trick a robot into dying. Yeah, or yeah, defeating <laughs> a itself. tail as old as time. Defeating itself, essentially. Um, but then you get this monument core, and what happens? That you you wind a, up. A wacky old man tells you about the monuments scattered across all the yeah. different islands um, uh, in the sea. And he gives you a tourist um, tourist per- guide. Tourist guide, and you take that to your um, boat. Boat your captain. Boat captain. I was about to be like boat driver. Like and I, was, I too was going to go there. Um, and that's how that, that the game begins with you setting out to find these other monuments, um, you know, uh, solving the puzzle or the, the the problem that you need to solve to get in, inside or even to the monument itself. Yeah. Um, so, or, or, and at the, but at the same time as you wander around these islands, you meet characters that have like little quests they send yeah, you on. So it'd be like a guy that makes smoothies and he's like, I want to try something different. Bring me back. Two melons and a strawberry. So yeah. you've got to search the island and find two melons and a strawberry. And then there's a DJ who, um, all, when you get to the to, to his island... Ibiza. Um, yeah, that's right, Ibiza. Um, there is uh, all these shits unplugged and, all, and no one's having a good time. So you've got to find all the lights and, and plug the other yeah. extra speakers in so everyone has a good time. And then, then he's like, hey... Um, I've only got one song. Can you try and find some more records for me? Yeah, he's so that, that, one that, song that he's looped up. That, so you, yeah, and then there's other people that won't talk to you unless you're wearing the appropriate attire. Yes, or they will talk to you. Like those ones were like, there's, there's a soccer challenge and a pull-up challenge, and there's a club you try to get to on on another island yeah, yeah. called Santorini that you need to. They're like, oh, you need to be dressed properly to do this. Um, and then your, your your camera plays into it. Um, you, you have different challenges on different islands to take um, certain photos. Yeah. The guy on Tourist Island only wants photos of monuments. There's a guy in an art gallery who sends you on missions to go and take photos of like 
just he, like particular weird phrases. That- he'll he'll give you yeah. So like one phrase, for instance, was show show me where to go, and I was like, because th- it's a riddle you have to work out. And I thought about it. I'm like, it's got to be the boat captain. So I went yep. and took a, a photo of the boat captain, took it back, worked fine, worked like a charm. Um, I actually found that that quest was easy to cheese through because any subjects. That that will be in the art gallery When you point the camera at them It'll have a little question mark on them Oh right So I just like One There was one riddle I wasn't getting So I went to every island Looked at every person Took <laughs> a photo of anything with a question mark And got through it that way So you finished this game I have Have you Are you, are you trying to 100% this game too? I'm I'm not because there are certain... Have you played the soccer challenge, for instance? Not yet, no. The soccer challenge relies on you aiming by tilting your switch around. (laughs) Nope. And I just... I played... I I tried it three times. I went like, no, not happening. So this is like... I mean, I've I've heard other people like recommend this to, to people that have little experience in gaming as a great like, you know, my first adventure game. That they should play. Yeah. There, are, there are really challenging moments in this game. Some of the platforming is the, so that the, difficult. The monument that I just beat, I had to jump on these um, sphe- these glowing spheres. Yep, that one. And you have to jump on all of them, and it, and the and, and as you move on them, there are all these spheres. The spheres move around, and you yeah. can't jump on the same sphere twice, or it blows up. Yeah, and so you have to like. Oh, it, it, and, and it's really difficult to maneuver the camera so you can see. Yeah. The yeah. That, that was frustrating. There, was- there are definitely moments throughout the game where I was like, the ca- the camera and the platforming are working against each other at this point. I feel time. like it, kind of, it was almost on purpose. Yeah, sure. It, um, it adds the difficulty. And r- but- right now I'm stuck on a rowing, a rowing challenge where you've got to row with the, um, <gasps> right. Yeah. Left and right. Left and right trigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that one is just like, Trial it, it's error. a bit it's a bit counterintuitive because you think if you row one way yes. you'll turn differently but you turn the other way and yeah, yeah that yeah. can be a bit difficult um i i totally fucked that one the first time i did it and then kind of went like okay think about it as you go um i refuse to think no um and then there were like fun little like mini games like you know one time you got to an island and um uh like an an, an island uh like uh, uh, the one leisure, leisure island Oh, no, I was going to say that the, 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 on the on the Fiji one, there's an Islander um, like welcoming party who, yes. who play music for you, but oh, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. missing a second a second drummer, and so you have, to, you have to fill in and do essentially like a Guitar Hero esque rhythm game to play the drums. Yeah, like there's like cute little missions like that, and then yeah. yeah, Leisure Island is incredible because it's just like all of these extra fun jobs. That that's where the art gallery is. That's where the um, record store is. There's- yeah, it's like a, a little shopping strip. Have you done the mine? Yes, how cool was the mine? The mine was great, but it was because before the mine, I was like, where am I getting, like, f- like I'm just finding random coins throughout the world. Where am I getting, like... because yeah, you need money. You need money to buy all the extra tourist, the tourist guides. guides all, the- like, there's a double jump upgrade. There's a sprint upgrade. Um, it's almost Metroidvania-ish in that sense. I would say, you know, it's very much a, um, a, a Legend of Zelda. Right. And, and like a, you know, especially if you have to play Link's Awakening remake so so close to like to this. It feels very much in the same wheelhouse sure, as that. Sure. Um, as, the, uh, as the Prince of Metroidvanias, I will, yeah. not, not, will not allow you to, to call That's, it thus. Don't, don't, don't take this away from me. <laughs> call it a Metroidvania. No, but after like, as you go down the mine, you collect diamonds and then you take the diamonds to a, like a porn, a porn shop, P-A-W-N, um, Thanks for clarifying. Yeah, it's just making sure that we're all on the same page here. And you can like, I traded it in for a heap of money, and then I never had a money worry. Well, so at I have any point after that. I have like fifty diamonds on me, and I haven't because like when you. 
they're like I, I, found, I found it quite easy to make money without selling diamonds. So really, I have lots of diamonds and I have lots of money. I, and I, I bought everything. I did the whole mine and wound up with like <coughs> two hundred and fifty diamonds. The, so just... the mines are amazing. You have to get you have to you get this cool like upgrade to your yourself where you can like uh, lay down rope that then you can climb down and then swing and jump and, mm. and then you have a light on your head so you can see yeah down down below in the depths and you just keep going further and further down these like like mines. It reminded are... me in a vague way of like the mine in Stardew Valley. Okay, sure. Just like just keep going down, keep going down, keep. Going so it does down. have an endpoint. Ten levels. Ten levels. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm on six. Yeah. I'm really enjoying that part of it though. There's a lot to do in this game. I, yeah. I, when I was speaking to you about it last week, I was like, yeah, I think I've nearly finished it because I'd, I'd I'd hit two of the monuments in like you know the first half hour 45 minutes of playing but then the game opens up so much yeah the more the more tourist guides you collect there's a secret island that um, you find from the meshes meshes in the bottle yes yeah i've got that yeah i don't I haven't worked out what the significance of it yet but uh i look forward to finding that out oh, okay cool yeah there's yeah. a yeah you have you been to the secret i island? have yeah, yeah yeah have you opened the safe i can't remember what was in there you can uh, tell me that later. Yeah, no spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, it's it's a. I'd say it's a. If you if you knuckle down to it, it's about a five to six hour game probably. And it's but it's really really like for the most part it's really chill. There are a few mo- very frustrating moments of platforming yeah. or canoeing. The, the final <laughs> the final boss, uh, you know, boss for want of a better word, um, final boss battle is actually like. Quite difficult. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, some of them aren't difficult in they are like, it is just tricky to figure out what is yeah. expected of you. Yeah, definitely. A lot of trial and error. And yeah. because you don't, there's not really death in this game, it's, you, don't, you don't get frustrated from getting things wrong in this game. Last boss battle, there is death. God damn it, the tourists. So to speak, <laughs> yeah. That was a bit like, that was a bit weird being like, oh, I've just been kicked back to the beginning of this thing. Damn. Uh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I, I think this is great. I think it's definitely like, it's colorful. It's, it's, it's fun. It's very chill, but at the same time has a bit of challenge to it. Yep. Great, great game to kind of great sound effects the too. Year up to. I'll, yeah. I'll, I will allow you to, uh, to, to, to listen to this one with headphones off though. Oh, I listened with it. on. I think the, the, the soundtrack, even though there are moments of music where it's great, I think it, that, that's definitely something that could have been stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um but overall, like. Well, yeah. it, it's got nothing, mi- like, nothing like hearing the ding of coins when you pick them up. I love the noise of seagulls. It's like weird kind of 8-bit yeah. squ- chirp. Yeah. Um, this has really got me thinking I want to go and check out the other um, Shinen, mo- 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 Shinen multimedia games. Sure. I know Fast RMX is like a, quite a beloved Switch game. It was one of the few games that was there on launch. Well, there is on, on Leisure Island, there is a... Yeah, an arcade. An yeah, arcade yeah. that has like three very... Like very low res eight bit versions of previous Shinnin games. I think well, one of them is just like a breakout clone. Yeah, of course, yeah, sure. that's true. But did you uh, did you finish? Did you beat no? All I didn't the get. I, I, I'm, I'm second on all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's another one that I was like, no, we're good. They're really fun though. The arcade yeah. games. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I remember playing the Commander Keen four. Um, it's like the kind of most famous Commander Keen game, but yeah. if you if you when you paused, you could go in, in his men, in the menu, which is him looking at his watch. Mm. He has Pong on his watch. Oh right! I remember I used to just sink hours into playing Pong. I always there's always that weird feeling when you're playing a game within a game. You're like, shouldn't I just go back and keep yeah, playing yeah. the game I'm playing right now? Like when you find the um, the Pico Eight. Yes. version of um celeste in celeste yeah and then like you're like oh this will be a fun little like you know distraction and then suddenly you've been playing it for an hour and you're like when does this end yeah. like, 
I reached a point where I was like, this is impossible. Bye. <laughs> I think I finished it. <laughs> um, but yeah, The Tourist. Great, great little title to pick up on yeah, Switch. Yeah, really, really pleasant surprise. Yeah. Um, as, as yet, I think it's only on Switch. Um, yes, I think that's, that's right. But I can see this game kind of being ported over to everything else. It would work on every system, I suppose. Yeah, totally. Um, just switch I at mean, this point. Good, yeah, just switch at this point. I mean, yeah, go for it, Shinnan. Get get that. Get. This is it, so weird. That I'm looking at the Wikipedia for the game itself. It's Tourist is an action adventure puzzle game developed and published by Shinnan Multimedia for the Nintendo Switch. It was announced during Nintendo's Indie World stream on August 19th. It was released on November 21st, 2019. The art style is blocky and voxel. That's it. <laughs> like no no plot details, no gameplay, nothing. Hey like man, that. Wikipedia. The beauty of it is you could put the plot details yeah. in. Jimmy Wales, explain to me why I should give you money if this is the shit you're putting out. <laughs> Uh, so the next game is a game that I have not played, but you, you have. I own it. I just haven't gotten around to playing it. Ah, yet. right, right, right. Because so, it is the hell month for me. Oh yeah, it is nonstop. Last night while DJing, I wrote an article. Right. And I and I I met, within a four hour period, I finished my gig, and as uh, during the last song, I emailed the, art, the article to my editor. That's actually, and it gets published on Tuesday. That's actually incredible. That's really good. Yeah, man. I do two jobs at once now. Oh boy. Um. Just picture Levin's like scratching a record furiously with one hand and typing with the other. That's, need, that's what he's talking I about. I need to do one more thing so I can refer to myself as a three-lancer. <laughs> um, so Children of Morta is another game that I've like has been announced over various uh, conventions and showcases. I want to say I first saw it at one of the E3 ones or maybe it came out of a PAX. I can't remember. There's been so many... I've done so many friggin' like exhibition wrap up posts that they've all blurred together by this point in time. But Children of uh, Morta is a. It's. Uh, I'm just going to read the description because that helps me. Jimmy, get my- I'll give you a break. It's a story driven action RPG game about an extraordinary family of heroes led. Lead. Le- oh, lead the Bergsons. Oh, I get it. I thought it was like led by the Bergsons. No, lead the Bergsons with all their flaws and virtues against the forthcoming corruption. It was developed by Dead Mage and published by Eleven Bit Studios. Yeah, so that's a pretty good summation of it. You are thanks, man. I wrote are, it myself. You are playing while DJing. Uh, <laughs> you are playing as a family. I love that they're called the Bergsons. For some reason, I just like that weirdly banal name for the setting. Just tickles me. For yeah, some yeah, reason. sure. It's very, very um, suburban. Uh, yeah, so you are, um, your family has basically been put in charge of taking care of uh, this mountain, essentially, or this area that has since been overrun by uh, the corruption, which is like dark magic, I guess you will. So at the beginning of the game, Papa Bergson sets out to set things right. Good old Papa Bergson. Good old Papa B. Uh, so you're fighting your way through the forest. Um, you know, slashing away, the father fights with a sword and a shield. Um, you know, killing killing your way through all these obstacles, and then you run into your daughter. Uh, she's she's been out in the forest as well, trying to get things under control. You and her then fight side by side, and it is actually you can play co op multiplayer in this game, uh, which is pretty cool and would be quite fun. Um, it's always the, the sad disclaimer whenever we talk about a game that can be played multiplayer. Yeah. It'd probably be more fun if I had a friend. Yeah, exactly. If I had someone that wanted to play this game with me. If my but, children didn't suck at video games. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, Tilly. <laughs> um, but 
so you kind of you fight your way through this opening thing of the forest, and then you go back to the Bergson's house, and the Bergson's house is where you return to uh, every time you finish an area or when you die, because it's revealed that like the the grandma of the family has like oh yeah I have this like magical almost bat cave under the house with a giant crystal in it, and if you take the crystal with you and you die, it brings you back here, etc. Um, now the house is definitely one of the elements I really love about this game because. It's where the story takes place. So when, like, returning from a mission, you might get a beat of story where it's, like, the family either discussing... Like, at the beginning, there's there's a kind of... A few story beats about how the youngest son from the family really wants to get out there and fight as well. But his mum is like, no, 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 we've already got... Like, your dad's already out there and your sister... Your brother went to be a monk and we don't know where he is. I won't have any more of my children out there risking their lives. But the uncle, who's like a blacksmith, has like made a pair of daggers for him and is teaching him how to use it. So right. there are all these like nice little story beats of this youngest son trying to convince the. Is mom. it uh, voice acting or is it uh, just text? It's there's a narrator, and the narrator kind of just tells you what's happening with the family, um, which I really like. I, I I don't think having all these extra voice casts would necessarily add anything. Sure. Um, but yeah, even even when there's no major story beat, when you go back to the house, you can kind of look around and family members will be like, they'll have little bits of text above them. Like, you know, for instance, the uncle, like there's one contentious point where the mum finds out that the uncle's been training the son. And so later on when there's no story beat, the uncle will be like, maybe I should go apologize to mother's Mary like, yeah, sure. kind of thing. Like it just really kind of gives the family a bit more depth of character and this idea that like, and it is, there's one story beat where it's just them all sitting down having dinner, and it's like you don't normally see heroes having nice kind of family moments. Yeah, yeah like totally. This. Beyond the story, uh, the combat is focused around. I'm I'm only on like the first kind of area, which is divided into three sort of sections. I've made it through the first two sections, and I'm working my like trying to get to the second one. In a way, it's a roguelite. Like if you die, you start back at the beginning of an area again. Right. Sure. But you collect uh, a currency called Morv, M-O-R-V, which I'm like, why the why did you call it Morv? That's dumb. Um, just call it coins or whatever. <laughs> but you can use those coins to upgrade uh, upgrade your characters, and it's it's universal upgrade. So you like upgrade damage, and all all the characters you play as get their damage upgraded as well. Um, you have to like when you when you're setting up a run when you're like okay I'm going to this area you have to choose your character and the characters are all the members of the family and you unlock them over time as you 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 know do more runs and finish more areas so I've unlocked like you start with the dad then you get the daughter who's got the bow and arrow the mother finally lets the youngest son go out and start fighting with the double daggers the brother shows up um uh, the monk, and so he like has a martial arts fighting style. I mean, so you're controlling all these characters at once? Or? No, not all at once. You pick which one you want to fight with oh, cool. at the beginning of each run. And then I just unlocked the youngest daughter, who's a magic user, and awesome. like fires, shoots fireballs out of her hands. So it's, it's, it's like family fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one more character I have left to unlock. I think it's going to be the uncle, based on the silhouette. Right. Because um, he has a big old hammer. So the mother doesn't fight? I don't think so. She's pregnant. Okay, sure, yeah. sure. Um, we're not sending... No sending pregnant women out into this kind, these kind of things. 
But um, initially when I was playing, I gravitated very heavily towards the, the eldest daughter with the bow and arrow just because if, if things are dying, I like it to happen as far away from me as possible <laughs> kind of thing. But over time... Me, I like to get close. Yeah. Right up in there. Right up in there. The, then the youngest son and his daggers is the guy for you. Um, but oh, like as you kind of... I, like, I did a run with the daughter and then when I got back, it's like, she has corruption fatigue. So you can oh, continue to, when you can you can continue to play as her, but her maximum health is eight percent less now. Right, and the more you continue to play with corruption fatigue, the more your max health gets reduced. Does the fatigue go away? It does yeah. if you switch to another character and use them for a while. That's awesome. So I've really I've I've loved that element of it, encouraging it, you to play more. Yeah, more characters, I'm like yeah. I'm you know instead of just going cool bow and arrow again, it's okay. Who do I want to be this time? I, and it, it especially encourages me to upgrade all the characters as well. Because when you upgrade, you get little abilities for the characters, but reaching certain levels gives family upgrades. So like reaching level four with bow and arrow girl is like, cool, the whole family now gets more critical hits. Oh yeah. So right, no matter cool. who you use, you you get that benefit. Man, this sounds like it has a lot of dangerous loops in it that would get me extremely I, I like The first night I sat down and started playing it, it's so easy to just jump. Like, admittedly, the load times, it's like one gripe is it's not optimized very well. So the load times actually take a while, um, which can be a bit frustrating. But it is just, you just want to dive back into your next run. Um, see how I, like, try and make it all the way to the end. Try beat the boss. And even if you don't, you've still picked up a shitload of currency that you can use to upgrade your characters, which makes you want to take another run again, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm sold. I'm definitely going to be playing this one It's been really addictive. I've been really enjoying it. So, yeah, Dead, um, Dead Mage is the uh, the developer. Mm-hmm. This is their first uh, game that isn't uh, a, a for PC or... Um or, oh, I or, should say, or, or iOS. Sorry, sorry to our one listener that that wants this information. I'll catch up now. It is on PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, Linux, and Mac. Right, and it's, it's their first. This is their first game that they've made that's on all those platforms. Sure. Previously, they've only done for um, basically PC, Mac, and um, and phones. Sure. Although one of their games came to Ouya. <laughs> oh boy, Shadow Blade. I think is their most famous game before this one. Right. They have another game coming up soon called uh, Tale of Ronin, which looks pretty fun. Oh, cool. Uh, but it's published by 11-Bit Studios, and they're most famous for publishing This War of Mine. <gasps> Dang, okay. And Frostpunk. Ooh. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. Man, This War of Mine, what a what a heavy game. <laughs> Super heavy. I, I, it, that just got a re-release on um, on Switch, too. And I was oh, really? tempted to go back in, but I was like, actually, that was a real that was a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> like, do I, do you, Would you like to eat this elderly gentleman? Yeah. <laughs> Or would you like, or just or just shoot him and take his things? Hmm. Yeah, hmm. Hmm. I, it, it appears that can war sh- is hell. Can I shoot him and eat him? <laughs> um, yeah. So two games, guys. Two games that are available on Switch, or uh, well, one's available only on Switch. The other one is available on the console of your choice. Yep. Except Everything. for Ouya and Stadia, I guess. Throw your Ouyas into the ocean. Yeah. It's 2019, people. Let's make it happen. All Ouyas in the sea by 2020. Turn it into the ocean. I love it. Um, this has been All the Small Games. My name has been Andrew Levins. My name has been and remains Jonathan Valenzuela. Um, you can find us online, facebook.com slash all the small games or at Twitter. We are at all the small game. Um, email is all the small games at gmail.com. Please get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, if you want to follow us individually at 16 Tacos for John on Twitter and Instagram, and I am at LevDog. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. 